What's up, everybody? Welcome back into the Cuomo Show. Sorry, we're a little bit behind. Admittedly, we are a little bit behind, but we are excited because Jay is back on the podcast. This is going to be our first podcast on Zoom, a little late night podcast. You can tell because our voices are a little lower, sound a little sexier than usual. But we have so much fun. We a little bit of accountability. We start with a little bit of accountability in our picks. Um, that we thought we were going to go in the draft. We are also Spice Boys, which I'm sure you saw from the title of this podcast. Um, you will know more about the Spice Boys. There's a pretty heated draft at the end, but stay tuned. That is going to be a real fun one. Thank you so much for listening. And without further ado, Jay. Jay, how are you this fine evening? I'm doing great. So we glad are... I could join you. Yeah, yeah. We're actually doing this over Zoom for the first time. We're just zooming along here. Just two guys zooming it out. And and right before right before this, right before this, Jay, you had a little bear sighting going on at your house. I had a double bear sighting. Is this the first time you've had a double bear sighting? Yeah, actually. Normally it's just one. It's normally the mama bear. Oh she she destroys all my garbage. Are you how are you so sure that it's the mama bear? Because she big. She's a big bear. (laughs) Is that is that the telltale sign? I would think that So all the bears are, I know are pretty all, large. That those those out the side of the house tonight weren't too bad. They're like a, you know, like a marmaduke type. Right. I just didn't know you could tell the gender of of a bear at the size of it. I'm like, oh, that looks like a, you know, it's a female. It's super tall. Fair enough. It could be a male, I guess. Yeah. Dude, I I feel like I have a little bit of PTSD when we're back when we're when I'm on Zoom because I just feel like I'm back in you know quarantine yeah quarantine may of 2020 was like the month that um had more zoom meetings than the entire past life um but we're doing this by choice um and i actually heard a a fun little factoid here about a senator senator from ohio um who there was like a panel that was debating um the penalties for phone use or electronic use while you're driving Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and you see um see a person you know they're whatever they're in front of their computer you can see them pretty clear and then you see um you know several people probably eight nine and you see him and he's got um he's got the background going and it looks like it's like a kitchen but you can very obviously and clearly see that he is currently driving oh no he's currently driving (laughs) um the 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 seat belts on for safety so that's important (laughs) um and he's like, his head is like turned sideways, like definitely not looking directly at the camera. Oh. And you see his arms moving like he's turning. It's like, dude, how, how you, you have to be more self-aware than that. Listen, if he can multitask uh, to each their own, you know, you know, I didn't think you were going to go with that. Um, I probably I shouldn't know. And PA doesn't care as much about distracted driving as New Yorkers, but we digress. Let's let's do some let's do some uh, some draft recap. Did you enjoy the draft? Just as a, a viewing thing, you know, I, I I know what they were trying to do. They were trying to create some energy. I, I there were some aspects of it that I really did like. Um, I you know who I actually didn't like. Uh, at least for the ESPN broadcast, I, I'm not a Mike Greenberg fan, actually. Mm, yeah, and I I think it was just really really jarring to have him lead the broadcast. I miss Trey. Yeah, yeah, you miss, you miss yep. Trey. Yep. Yeah, I like Mike Greenberg though. Um, I know you do. He's very he's a very kind of like 
by the book kind of put together guy. Like you could tell like when Goodell's coming out um, and Mel Kuyper still like going on and on about a prospect, he's like pointing at over at Goodell. Like he's Mike Greenberg. Let's be honest. I like him, you know, but he is he's a guy. Jets fan. No, that's not why I like him. That's not <laughs> why. He, but he is definitely the, um, oh, teacher, you forgot to click the homework guy. Like he's, he is absolutely the rule follower. Big do, do you recall I, there was a specific moment in the draft where he's saying they they're ready to pick they it looks like they're gonna pick so and so and they go completely in the other direction and he has to backtrack it was one of the more awkward moments where it seemed like he had a producer in his ear giving him the pick and oh my gosh it was i would wrong. not doubt that i would not yeah. doubt that for a second yeah but yeah, there was some, speaking of wrong, there was some um, pretty wrong picks throughout this whole draft that always kind of spice up the night. Um, what a transition, my friend. Yes, you know, you know, <laughs> this is podcast 11 for me, so I'm really starting you're, to get you're into You're a pro at this point. I'm a pro, yeah. I do podcasts on Zoom now, I didn't know if you knew. Um, so there are some interesting picks. when So Justin Fields starts falling, and, you know, Browns fans are not Browns, uh, Bears fans. Browns fans have been tortured, but Bears fans have been so tortured of their own doing. And the GM, mm-hmm. um, I think the head coach is all right. I'm, I don't hate him, but the GM, I don't know if he knows what he's doing all the time. Um, but Justin Fields falls into their lap. Um, and as he's going down this board, let's say, we'll just put Jay back in that night. And as he's falling down this board, I think he's the best pick of round one. Um, I actually agree with that. Yeah. And I liked how they were aggressive, but as, as he's falling and you're looking at these other teams, the Panthers are passing. Um, what What's going through your mind just as a football watcher? You know, I, I look back and I think if he, if he would have opted out of the, of the college season, if you look, think back to the season before they were talking about him as a number one, possibly number two, mm-hmm. you know, prospect. And then he plays has a great season and he actually gets punished for it. So the entire time he's falling, I'm, I'm like, whoever pulls the trigger on this guy, it, it automatically wins in my yeah. book. So the fact that the bears didn't screw it up, you know, you think about uh, they had a chance to, to draft Deshaun Watson and went Trubisky instead, mm-hmm. you know, at least this time, I think they they definitely got it right. So as a, as a football, it was the drama that I think um, that night needed in that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, up until that point, other than the cornerbacks coming off the board maybe a little bit earlier. Uh, I liked that. Yeah, yeah. I thought nothing wrong with those picks, but really there was no surprises up until that point. Mm-hmm. And, then, um, and then at that moment, you started to think about, okay, what are all these – different iterations of where does Mac Jones go at this point? Mm-hmm. And, then, and then you start getting into other things, but Justin Fields, you hope that um, they don't, don't the bears just have a tendency to either not pick the right guy, or even when maybe they do have some talent there, they don't know how to, to develop it. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see, but I think he's, he's a great, you know, great, great pick. Do you know what, one of the, this is kind of a sidebar, but one of the things that I absolutely hate, because this is happening a lot with the Jets lately, is people are like, well, the, the Jets have always failed to um, 
to develop the talent that they have. You know I mean, you know, and you look at, I mean, Sam Darnold's probably a prime example of that, but then like you, you have to use your brain. I feel like you have to use your brain. Cause like maybe the bears haven't developed talent. And I think it's actually more of a valid um, comment from them because it's the same coach that was under Mitch that had Mitch Trubisky, but it's yep. a completely different coach for the jets. It's a completely different sure. front office. You know, everything's different except the owner. It's like, well, why are we still making what these comments don't make sense to me? Well, but I think it's not I, a Jets podcast, but yes, please. Yeah, but I, but, but I do want to say something there because I think you're actually right. The fact that over That's the right. years, like for 20, 20 some years, other than maybe Rex Ryan, but even with Mark Sanchez, they're like, mm-hmm. they're, I don't think you had a franchise quarterback like even if he was in a different system it proved out that he really didn't have what it what it took but you know different gms different coaches it's it's just ingrained like is it is it the environment what why can't they get these picks right and it just comes down to it's a really hard position to evaluate right right. and it's a hard position to evaluate and you have to have good people Mm-hmm. To, to make those hard decisions. You know I mean, mm-hmm. and for the first time in a long time, it feels like the jets do have some good people at the helm. And I think we'll have probably a full on jets podcast um, sometime in the near future here, but without this is me. not that one without you. Yeah. We'll probably <laughs> do it with Adam since he's, he's also a jets fan. Um, so Justin Fields, definitely. Uh, I think consensus, one, one of the better picks in the draft, anything else that stood out to you as, as a, as a really solid pick here. Uh, I think that you you picked it up last week. The Kyle Pitts. Um, I'm glad the Falcons didn't get overly fancy and tried to outsmart everyone. Right. They went with the best player they did available, yeah. and I think for me, uh, if he doesn't, uh, if he stays healthy, I think he is going to be your next Travis Kelsey, your next uh, Gronk possibility. I mean, the guy is an incredible athlete. Um, he, I think he, he's, he's the surest pick I think of the first round. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, nice. I, I think the way the NFL is played right now, the, the going to that, to that, where there are some weapons there, Julio's aging, but he's still got some talent. You got Ridley. I think Matt Ryan, you know, gets more, put in his direction and more, more. Uh, Do you trust him? Do you trust Matt Ryan? Uh, no, I, probably not, but it's probably because you have a lot of people in the industry saying that, you know, he's, he's overrated, but if you really look at it, the guy plays every down he's and right ball. now they actually don't have a backup quarterback on their roster. Like, oh really? That tells you how much and how much they're they invested him? into him. Yeah, yeah exactly. And they, it would have been very easy for them to draft a quarterback. It been really yeah. easy for them to take. They had pretty much their pick after Trey Lance went, which I didn't think he was going to go there. I was kind of felt like it was, I, I was. I thought it was going to be Justin Fields. Um, I really bought into the Mac Jones thing, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think. Um, do you do you recall uh, Trey Lance was Shanahan's guy or was Mac Jones Shanahan's guy? There was a lot of confusion around the the reports because the Um, front office liked Trey Lance, I believe, and I I feel like that was the case. That would make the most sense. Yeah. Um. But I, I think Trey Lance is probably a better 
a better floor or a better ceiling pick, not a better floor pick, but I feel like his ceiling is higher than Mac Jones. Um, sure. So let's go to the, some of the bad picks. I think there are some, there are some great picks in there up and down the board, kind of like the first round you kind of thought, but there are also some picks that were like, okay, what? Um, and I think I don't want to pile on them, but they seem to do this thing every year where it's like, we're smarter than you. Um, we know these all these guys better than you know your guys and we're going to dig deep on this board and go grab a guy and it's just it just feels like a classic case of overthinking and the raiders picked alex leatherwood now if it's just if we're just going on name merit he should be the first overall pick leatherwood is just like <laughs> it's like a, it's like an nfl name it's like an nfl from the 60s kind of name right but leatherwood just I, and it I'm is sorry. a raiders pick it, i it mean is. he Right. But Mike Mayock and John Gruden, they, as you said, I, they seem to think that they're smarter than everybody else. Mm -hmm. They come off a TV. They think they have all these connections. And honestly, they didn't even this, they could have gotten Leatherwood in the second. He was a low second round prospect and why, but they've done this in years past and they've hit with some of them. And so you, you got to think maybe they they just know what they want out of their players. But I, I look at it as as I think, again, it's an incredible reach. Uh, they were it'll be interesting to see how fast they're able to get him uh, caught up, caught up with a pro system. At yeah. least he was from Alabama. Uh, big time school, the SEC linemen, they normally pan out fairly well, but right. I, what a, what a reach. What I a thought. reach. I mean, there's so, there are so many talented players, now, I think still on the board um, for them to take that Christian Darisaw still on the board. He's one in the, mm-hmm. one in the first round, really, really good pick by the Vikings there with the Jets old pick. Um, I mean, even Landon Dickerson, I, I would have thought that would have been above the teammate of Alex Leatherwood. I thought it would have been above him, but they go with Leatherwood. And kind of in that reach category, I think I would go a few picks back. You know, uh, Gettleman did trade down finally. Good what was him. that, like 57 picks he's had and he's never traded down before? Yeah, but, never, never. But then you pick up in, in, a, in a draft where there's a lot of wide receiver depth. Kadarius Tony, like... Not even the best on the board by yeah exactly by pretty um, much anyone's I mean pretty much any board you look at really I mean Kadarius Tony I think could be a first round talent but just a little high I I, I kind of a head scratcher because if you're looking at what does what do the Giants need I'm not sure giving Daniel Jones is another weapon is really what you're looking for because I don't think right. Daniel Jones is really what you're looking for. So, but, but I, I do understand the philosophy. If they think that Daniel Jones is the guy that they're looking for, like you, you have to well, surround Mary Gettleman is married to that guy. I mean, he's he going to live or die by that pick. And, Absolutely. Uh, and so I, why not set him up with what you feel is the best um, opportunity to win. But I just, I think they could have gone in, in several different directions there, especially Absolutely. with, what the rest of the division around them is doing at this time. Yes. And um, uh, the saints picking that defensive end from Houston, Peyton Turner. I, 
with Jason Owe still, still on the board, Greg Rousseau still on the board, some really talented guys. And I, I mean, you could think Rousseau's overrated if you want to, but he's definitely better than Peyton Turner in, in my mind. And I think the Saints probably get the benefit of the doubt from a lot of people because they just crush their drafts every single time. So I kind of get that. He, It's just Sean Payton trying his best to make the Taysom Hill experience, experience like oh, he's not going to draft a quarterback. He's not going to draft a project. You know, he's just, he's putting he drafted, all his he, chips. Hold on, hold on. Ian Book. That, Ian true, Book. true. But that is the project of all projects. Oh, very, very true, actually. Ian Book, I heard a stat on um, Chris Sims' podcast. Ian Book is the winningest quarterback in the history of Notre Dame. Really? That's a, that's crazy. Blew my mind. Blew well, my mind. All right. What was learn the worst, something new every day? What was the worst draft class for you? To me, it's the Los Angeles Rams. Um, they didn't they have, have a first much. round. Yeah, they didn't have a first round pick. But then when you go with your first pick is a wide receiver out of Louisville. When you look at all their other needs, but it starts right off with uh, two Atwell, mm-hmm. you know, you have Cooper Cup, you have Robert Woods, um, you signed Deshaun Jackson. So it's tough for me to see where he fits. And he's only 150 pounds. Like we talked last week Jeez about uh, Devontae Smith being uh, a, a small guy. This guy, like, he's 20 pounds lighter. Yeah. And, and so, probably maybe a third a third uh third day prospect but they picked him up with their first pick so i, I that that starts off bad and then and his name is tutu like yeah so, come on his name is tutu <laughs> but then they drafted two other wide receivers with the remaining picks so again you're just not getting the depth in the positions that you need and if you look at the rams and how they've uh, structured their strategy and how they're going to build their team. It's a lot of free agents. They're putting a lot of money in the current roster and the depth is where they really needed uh, to bolster their roster. And yeah. I just don't think they did it. Yes. And and I, I agree in a lot of ways. I, I feel like good teams for me, good teams should draft like really good skill position players if they're available and then offensive linemen, edge rushers and corners. Like those, mm-hmm. that should be like all, all of your picks. I think that's, that was a pretty bad draft. I'm looking back, looking back through here. Um, they drafted a linebacker and I just look at, if I'm looking at these drafts, trying to see who's good. I'm like, did you draft a position that really matters? Mm. Did you draft studs? Did you get guys that are good? Did you get guys that are just falling? Um, one of the drafts that I just really thought was horrible was the Seattle Seahawks. And this isn't uh, you know, we hate you because Jamal Adams, whatever they did, they did grab um, uh, Forsyth, uh, the offensive tackle out of Florida. They only had three picks, mm-hmm. but first thing they do with their first pick at 56 overall is grab Dwayne Eskridge, wide receiver from Western Michigan. And I, this guy is a good, he's a playmaker. He's a, a good athlete, but they have so many receivers. Mm-hmm. And finally, they drafted a, a, an offensive tackle to protect um, Russell Wilson there, who's been dying the past couple of years. He's running um, around trying to survive. A, right. 
and he's able to do it. And it actually makes for a really fun watch. Um, but you have DK Metcalf, you have um, uh, Doug Baldwin. Who, yeah. So how was it Doug Baldwin or no, no, it's, it's the other guy. Uh, Doug Baldwin left, but um, TJ Lockett. Yeah. Yeah. Lockett. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, they were, they were great last year until they honestly stopped letting Russ cook. So right. Exactly. I'm well, not sure. So I'm not sure why receiver. Year. Yeah. It was so they a get a project to they get a project offensive tackle with, with mm-hmm. their last pick. Um, and I just kind of feel like, man, it, it just feels like, and the Packers did this same thing until they started to draft some offensive talent um, in the, on day two which I thought was smart, but the first pick, they pick a corner and it was just kind of like, you guys just don't get it. Do you, you just don't understand. <laughs> and, and they, they ended up getting some talent. So they're really not on the list for me as a bad draft, but I just feel like, man, Seattle Seahawks, you guys just don't get it. Really? You guys just don't get it up there. But, <sighs> well, that's why, that's why Russell Wilson wants to leave and go to, maybe he wants to go to Vegas. Who knows? Dude. I'm for it. If if these quarterbacks start moving around, I'm for it. Mostly because there's a lot of good quarterbacks that are, I feel like are around me um, and around the Jets. And I want to just be like, you guys can just go away. <laughs> I'm kind of done with you. All right, really quick. Let's do some accountability here. Um, you went through all of our picks mm-hmm. um, and you and you graded them and then added up the total um draft positions right like you took the draft positions and right. then divided it by 11 which is the number of picks right. um and the the final tally was what what was the average average so, pick for each so if you take the draft position of every player that you selected and divide it by 11 you get 20.45 now if you do the that's same for thing, me yes that's for you so you know, you had the number one pick, you had the number four, five, seven, nine, et cetera, all the way out to 52. Now, if you do the same exercise for me, you get 19.45. Got so it. Okay. Who had, who had position. the highest, the highest pick, like the, the player that was picked the highest in the draft, which, which was at my team or was it your team? What is your team? Okay. Who had the lowest player picked? In the entire draft, you did. I did. Darn yes, it. I was really hoping that it was you. Who by was nine, it? Who was by by nine picks? Um, who was the lowest player drafted? It was a uh, pick fifty-two. I'm guessing it was your defensive tackle, maybe. Uh, no, that was Koromoa. So I, I completely will take the, the L on that one. Koromoa, really. Now, you had some of your listeners reach out to me. And say my draft strategy was suspect, and I just want to tell them uh, it wasn't because that's why I picked Christian uh, Barmore with my first pick because I knew there was nothing behind him. Therefore, I'm not getting stuck with pick 52, which probably actually made the difference in this little exercise I did. (laughs) You know, you know, Jay, I don't, I wouldn't brag as much because. You're relying on teams like the Raiders picking Alex Leatherwood and teams like the Giants picking Kadarius Toney to get your, your picks to where they are. Um, I had two out of the top five, or actually three out of the top five. Um, and you had how many out of the top five? One. It was just um, one, yeah. yeah but, I also, right. but I also recall you saying, well, Patrick Sertain, he's the 
best cornerback in the draft. And I believe, what did I say? I said, JC Horn was the best cornerback. And I sure. believe JC Horn went one pick ahead of Patrick Sertain. So he did obviously he all, did. Which, and then which, all NFL GMs agree with me. So I appreciate which, that. which the smart money was not on JC Horn. A lot of, I mean, maybe on Carolina's board, well, he was above Patrick Sertain. But... smarter money. So, oh, well, good for you. <laughs> smarter money. Well, everybody, we're going to do a food draft again. You are never going to get rid of food drafts from us. I love food. Jay's a big food guy as well. He's a big foodie. I'm actually going to, uh, for my birthday, my wife, she's incredible. She bought me a trip to an Airbnb right in the middle of Cleveland because we went to Cleveland one time for Cleveland Jets game. Um, Sad story there. Cleveland won the first game in over two calendar years. Um, and I had to walk two miles back to my car through Cleveland. Oh my so. gosh. <laughs> um, but I digress. We ate some great food in Cleveland. Um, there's some really fun restaurants and everything's walkable in that city. It's kind of like a small, big city. So yeah, it'll be fun. So we're going there. I can't really remember what exactly I was, how, where I was going with saying this, but. Well, what's, what, what food is Cleveland known for? Um, I don't think they're known for a specific food, but we, when we went there, we ate a, uh, it's called a euro, I guess. Mm. It was like lamb and beef mixed together. And it was, it's like something that was featured on, you know, we're, we go in there, we go into this like little market thing. It's like a West side market and eat your groceries. There's like fresh produce. It's really cool. There's like this steak place. And then we go into this place and they're doing lunch and it's like all these different smells hitting you. It's really fun. So we see like center adjusted on an eight by 11 featured on best thing I ever ate on food network in 2019. So we're like, well, I'm going to try that. And it was Euro and it was freaking incredible. It was oh. still one of the, like, Lisa and I talk about it at least once every week. It's like, man, that was really good food. You're so, making me salivate right now. We are, we are headed back that way, but we love food. We're big foodies. We go to cities for food and we're going to draft the, the unsung hero of food, really. It's the spices that go into food. Now, we're not drafting herbs. Herbs are off the table, but spices are on the table or sometimes in the cupboard. Jay, you tried to, when we drafted last time, you tried to push the number one pick on me, and I am now accepting the number one pick. (laughs) And I am drafting the number one. It should be number one on everybody's board. Probably not your board because you always do weird stuff. Number one on everybody's board, it's salt. Salt is the most incredible, the most incredible spice that you could possibly do. It it adds flavor to food. It brings out what's already there. There's actually no real official flavor to salt. It's a little bit sour. You know, you taste like it is salty, like that's its flavor. But honestly, if you've ever had coffee and it doesn't, it's not good coffee, sprinkle some salt in your coffee. You'll thank me later. If you have some bad coffee and you're like, I got to get through it with this, sprinkles of salt in your coffee and you can thank me later. Salt is the best. I think we're doing this on Zoom and I can see your face and you think I'm wrong, but you, I don't, I don't really care what you draft. You, you did do whatever. You did exactly what I wanted you to do. Do you remember when the Vikings, win this draft? do you win? Do you remember when the Vikings missed their uh, number four pick in the draft? Do you recall that? Missed? 
Yeah, like the time ran out, and actually the next team got to come up and pick their pick before the Vikings made their pick. You, oh, no, I did hear about have, that, yes. You have made almost a critical of mistake as they did, because if, ask your producer, is salt a spice? Hey, Google, is salt a spice? Sorry, I don't understand. Well, let me, help, understand. let me help you out because I searched Google, is salt a spice? First, first response, foodchannel.com. Salt is not a spice. Ooh. Um, is salt considered a spice or not? The answer is no. Salt is not a spice or herb since both of which are obtained from plants. Salt is a worldwide popular seasoning. Oh yeah, my it is gosh. not a spice. Ow. Oh, do you, you remember? Know? You remember Jerry Jones a long time ago? He was talking. We're talking about, um, you know, we're talking about Ezekiel Elliott, and there's a bunch of contract stuff. Do you remember? Do you remember the uh, euphemism that he used? Remember the term that he used to be like, "Why are we talking about this?" What was it? I don't remember. He said, "There's no sense in circumcising the mosquito." And Jay, right now, it really feels like you're circumcising the mosquito. Well, so let's just say John has the best spice and Jay has the second pick. So I'm going to actually pick a spice. Okay. And it is probably the most popular spice. It's called pepper because okay. when you have salt, which isn't a spice, you always buy the shaker for pepper with it. So Got pepper, it. a great multifaceted uh spice you can throw it on eggs you can throw it in any dish you when you go to a fine restaurant and they bring it out and they say would you like some cracked pepper oh you better believe it just keep it common so black pepper that's the ninth ranked um thing on my board really disappointed that you took the ninth ranked thing oh. it's probably Gosh. the most popular and at least it's a spice whatever i'm picking garlic the garlic by far is probably the second bet if you if i could take two spices with me anywhere it'd be it'd be salt and garlic i mean you take you, you make you take pizza and you make it into just like that right that nice little i don't want to talk to people for the rest of the day kind of flavored pizza um but garlic <laughs> garlic and anything like when you when you get that hit of garlic like it doesn't really matter what the food is like spaghetti. It's like you get that hit of garlic. It's like, Oh my gosh, give me more of that. I'll give you that. That's a good pick. Thank you. Less hostile. Jay makes yeah. a rare appearance. Yeah. You know, well, um, it was on my board. It wasn't, it wasn't ranked as high as you, you have it, but okay. I'm going to, I'm going to mix it up here a little bit. I'm going to go with cinnamon because okay. cinnamon, cinnamon on my board again very versatile and what's so nice about it is that it can be used in a dessert it can be used in a lot of different dishes it's that you pick. don't expect and i may have uh, underrated again, cinnamon again it's one of those spices that historically uh it was it was traded throughout the caribbean it was traded throughout uh the chinese uh in the far east so very popular spice yeah 
Uh, Cinnamon is a great pick. Uh, I have some contingency plans because cinnamon does have that versatility. It's probably the most versatile spice in the cupboard. Um, it has, you can, it's like in a, in chili cinnamon, like that adds that just like a little bit of kick, just a little bit of difference. Mm-hmm. You can put it on desserts. You can put it on, put it like sugar and cinnamon on toast and buttered toast is, is really, really, really fun. Um, oh gosh, where do I go now? I just feel like I'm dominating this draft. Um, it's hard to do with one spice. No, it's much easier with two. <laughs> um, we're going to go onion. Onion for my next spice. Uh, the, I mean, the two things that you pretty much are in any food, like you, you look up the ingredients for any food, it's garlic and onion. Like, I, okay, I need to make this thing. Okay, you know, put, put a pan, get some oil, garlic and onion in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Delicious. Make your breath smell horrifyingly bad, but garlic and onion. <laughs> so I, 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 I sense a, a theme for you, um, which good picks. Yeah. It, well, you're, you have the, you're Cuomo. So you're what Italian, correct? Yes. Uh, not, not to disparage your ethnicity or anything like that. I do not feel or disparaged your, or, or your heritage. Um, <laughs> so, but I'm going to also go towards the Italian uh, background and I'm going to go with oregano and oregano. Um, so it is something again found in almost every uh, dish Italian dish so if you're gonna go that route oregano I think is your is a solid pick oregano is an herb That silence you hear is the shame that I feel. <laughs> I just need to just need to throw that out there. And I think when we laid out the rules to this initially, um, I said the colonel was not on your side, John. <laughs> it was spices, not herbs. We what said a, no herbs. We, we're terrible. We're terrible at this. Well, oh, oh, I think you should just say I. I don't, I don't think you should include me in that. I think. Uh, it's mostly, At least uh, I didn't waste my number one pick with it. I will. I will allow. I will allow you to to keep oregano. I don't want um, oregano if you're going to keep salt. Demerit. Demerits. Demerits against you. I have a. Uh, I'm a little bit worried about my spices right now, and here's why. I mean, when you're looking at your board, and this is what you know, the Seahawks and uh, the Rams should have done is so look at their board and be like, you know, we're not getting value here. We're not getting value, and also. We're not very diverse. We need to diversify. We need to make sure that we have a collection of good players. And I need to make sure I have a collection of good spices. Um, I don't think you're going to take this one, but I can't let it fall any further. Garam masala. One of the most tasty spices I've ever had in my entire life. Put it in butter chicken is the unsung hero. Have you ever had butter chicken? No. Oh my gosh, I'll have to have my wife make it for you. She's an incredible cook. Um, butter chicken. Shout out. Is yeah, a little shout out. Um, yeah, I have the number four ranked um still on my board. That was number six. I've gotten one, two, three, and six. So so I've I've done pepper. Feels like a slaughter. Cinnamon. I've gotta go. Cayenne pepper. Yeah. That's a really good pick. 
that's my fourth ranked on my board here. I why cayenne? Every because in every Mexican dish, it, it's got a it's it's a staple. Every mm-hmm. chili, every uh, stew that you put that in, it kicks it up a notch as it does. As, uh, Emerald Lagasse Emerald. would yeah would probably uh-huh. say back in the day. Boom. And and so I just and it's a it's not overpowering though. It's something that uh, you can get. You can go hotter, but uh, cayenne pepper. There's the right amount of kick. Yes, and there's nothing worse than a than trying to trying to lift it up and do something different, and you just do too much cayenne, and you're like, this is unbearable, man. I can't do this. I can't do this. Oh my gosh, Jay. I wish you'd pick something different because I have two that are on my board right now that I'm deciding between. And it really comes down to versatility. I think one, um, oh gosh, I just got to do it. I'll, we'll, we'll hit the other one in the honorable mentions. I got to go with paprika. Um, mm. Paprika is, it's like cayenne pepper because it's hot and spicy, but it has so much depth to it. So much depth and it takes really takes a dish to the next level when you add that paprika in it, especially smoked because it adds like that little bit of, um, yeah, that smoked flavor. I don't even know what to tell you. So we have smoked paprika in the cupboard right now, <laughs> and it just you're gonna as go, soon as it hits the you're plate, go eat it straight out of the jar. You yeah, love it so much. I might sniff it, man. You know, it's so good. Just get it, mainline it right into the system. <laughs> All right, summon up the spice draft. We're the spice boys, Jay. Do you realize that? I thought we were drafting Spice Girls. I'm so glad that you got the first pick because <laughs> my whole draft board changed when I wasn't picking posh spice. So. Oh gosh, yeah, you changed um, to different. Oh yeah, that I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That, that, that's what you were asking us to do. So, I at the at the. Go ahead. I'm, spin a, it li- I'm, a, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous, but according to SpicesInc.com, okay. My final pick is a spice and it's vanilla. Okay. So vanilla beans are one of the most expensive spices in the world. And I'm just going to go with it because let me tell you, I think uh, there's, there's a different, there's a difference between vanilla extract and vanilla flavor, vanilla extract, um, is the spice or what's classified as the spice. And so therefore uh, you can make all kinds of uh, desserts out of it, which if you take a look at me, you know, I like the desserts Mm, tasty truth. Also quick, really quick fact though. Jay has lost like so many pounds. Like if you look also finding them, so don't worry. (laughs) Well, if you look for them, you'll find them. Yes, that's right. but that this is I, man that was not on my board, but it's just for lack of of you know Research. really evaluating the talent, <laughs> yeah, and, and knowing what I'm picking because that's I'm like Mike the first Mayock round of, uh, of yeah. uh, spices. Except apparently. you actually you actually find some steals because yeah. vanilla is an absolute steal. What else was on on your board? Because that's the last pick. Um, I ended up with salt, garlic, onion, garam masala, and paprika. Jay ended up with black pepper, cinnamon, oregano. Cayenne pepper and vanilla. Lots of um man, that would taste gross, all those things together. But anyways, um, tell me what's on your board that uh didn't get picked here. So I just had a couple that I just really wanted to say. And I okay. think at the top of that list is nutmeg. Oh my um, gosh, yeah. I wanted to pick nutmeg. That was the other one that I was deciding between. 
because nutmeg has that like like you can kind of spice up a drink it's got kind of a heat but it's also like in a dessert kind of yes way. yes um pretty versatile but it doesn't it's not used all that much like and it's no. used very no, it's not... very lightly when it is as much as you hear about it not that popular it's true it's true what, what um, about you what do you have you know i had uh chili powder on there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i love chili in general i mean salt garlic onion paprika all those things are in chili um big chili guy that's like the best fall dish um so yeah chili powder it's pretty one-dimensional um i think it tastes great but you really can only use it if you're making chili fair enough you can anything else on your board uh i so just a uh again probably uh coriander maybe or uh is coriander really a spice is it, I, oh, coriander is the coriander is the seeds of the name is escaping me. It goes in salsa. It's green and leafy. Uh, cori- cilantro. Coriander. Cilantro. Yes, thank you. That's terrible. Oh my gosh, I love cilantro. It overpowers everything. Yeah, but you got to balance it the correct way. If you balance it right, you know what? It's incredible. You remind me of a Jamaican jerk, which <laughs> is another spice that was on my list. Is that really a spice? <laughs> Yeah, you are getting great at these segues. You've only been out. This is your fourth podcast with us, and um, you know you're already. I I can't teach you anything else. <laughs> really impressed. Really impressed with that segue. Also, don't call me a jerk ever again, or you're never coming back on the podcast. Fair enough. I, I recant I my statement. <laughs> I, um, I had le- lemon lemon pepper. I had on here. I don't. Mm-hmm. I I didn't pick it because. It's also pepper. And after you picked black pepper, I was kind of like, it's pretty much just like, you know, dehydrated lemon and black pepper. Um, it's mostly dehydrated, but I have like a brick of that inside a lemon pepper shaker in my cupboard right now because it's just all, I don't know if there was a little bit of moisture left in the lemon, but it has all morphed together into one <laughs> brick of awfulness that just cannot be used as any spice. You just put it on the cheese grater and just break <laughs> oh it apart. God, that sounds so <laughs> gross. That is disgusting. Well, on that note, Jay, unless you have something else that's burning a hole in your pocket and you'd really like to hit, um, I think that concludes episode 11. Man, people said we weren't going to make it to the preteens. They said we wouldn't make it. No one said this. Uh, they said we wouldn't make it, but you know what? Here we are proving people wrong. They said Jay would never see bears in his backyard. He saw two tonight. They said he couldn't drive a car while debating if you should drive your car and be on your phone. But there he was with a different background, but he had a seatbelt on. That Ohio congressman, a hero for all. Hero for all. (laughs) Hopefully he's not in Cleveland because I'll be going there later on. Um, we'll we'll, We'll have a podcast that week. Don't you worry about it. Don't you worry about it. We'll be, we'll be potting. Um, we do this one a little bit late, but we had a lot of fun. Jay, thank you so much for coming on. We really thank enjoyed you. having you again. Um, sorry that you had to get beat down so bad in the draft, but Hey, we had a ton of fun and you learned a lot of things about a lot of things. And that's all we can, that's all we can really ask for. See, circle the back around. We're nice, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Subscribe to the podcast, download this bad boy and listen to it while you work. Thanks so much.